Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good morning. How are you? Welcome back to 90 Men Talks. My name's Shaban. Good to be with you. If you haven't already, like and subscribe and stay with us because we've got a belter coming up for you uh, today. Of course, as ever, girls in the ball, Rachel and Sophie in perfect order are with us today. We've got Rusha Littlejohn from Republic of Ireland and Aston Villa and Nancy Baker as well. You have been spoiled. Um, guys, welcome back. I know we've all done bits and we, I don't know if we can still say Happy New Year because it's, 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 it's grating on people now, um, <laughs> but Happy New Year. Uh, how are we all? Did you, did you enjoy the break? Did anybody stop? Ish. Yes, yeah, kind of. Ish. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. The good thing about the women's game is you actually do get a good like 10 day period where less happens. Do you know, I um, saw <laughs> the Emma Hayes' press conference. I was at the Chelsea Presser on their last game, which was the 23rd of December yes. in, yeah. the, in the Champions League final group game. And she was like, oh, no, I'm not going to try and act like I sit and scroll through clips or I stay in touch with football when it's off. I'm gone. Like, I check out that set. It's done. It's important to do that. And actually, all of the team that we spoke to that day were the same. But they had to win that game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so either we're going to hate Christmas or we're going to love it. Um, but yeah, important to switch off. Rusha, you had a, a good break. You've been away. I did. I had a very good break. Probably too many ciders and wines. But <laughs> that was allowed at that moment in time. So... Um, yeah, but it was a nice break, but I was ready to get back into a routine and get a bit of structure back into my life. And yeah. we're glad you're here today because it feels like we're villa daft here at 90 Min Talks, um, but you've had an interest in January transfer window, so we've got lots of questions to ask about the players who have come in, Jordan Nobbs and Lucy Staniforth as well. If you are watching and you've got any questions to any of our panel today, then please put it in the chat and give us a like and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, how's, how's the injury, Rusha? Because you've been, uh, you've been yes. struggling. It's been um, long. <laughs> It's been long. I think it's that is I just said the other day, that's me a solid three months kinda. Except from I had forty five minutes against Durham and then got injured again. Um so that was fun. But um yeah, I'd obviously was out with a broken foot and then came back, probably done too much too soon and then tweaked my calf, so I had a B grade one calf strain. Which I had actually planned just so I could really enjoy Christmas. Do you know what I mean? So that, and then I came back. Yeah, I didn't need to do the mass test when I came back and all that, so it was well planned. And, um, but I'm good now, back on the pitch. So I just integrated like back in the squad. Um, so it, it's been good. It's been nice. It's mm. been long, but I'm looking forward and hopefully over the other side of injuries. I yeah. remember that injury uh, because we were there at the, the what one? Sorry. game. What <laughs> one? The original, the original OG injury. The OG. Because the um, the it was yeah. quite early on, wasn't it? It was from kickoff. Oh, yeah. and, and you, you carried on. Yeah, I tried. I yeah. was like, and you, thought you put in a great tackle at one point, and I think that was really what did you in. You were like, okay, that she was sat down after it. Yeah, like, I was like, too much. That's too much. <laughs> what was it like yeah. for you though, having to watch those momentous games from horrible. the final? I just can't imagine. Horrible. It was horrible. The worst one was obviously uh, in Glasgow against Scotland. That was mm. like, I was. It was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I was Penalty like, after I had nine to minutes. leave my seat. And I had to go and stand at the back, of, like just this wee area on the steps, because people were beside me and I couldn't concentrate. And I was wanting to shout, but I wasn't wanting to be a fan. But you're a fan in that moment because yeah. it's totally out of your control. 
But um, no, it was really good. But God bless Amber about it. For that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's always funny when you, as a as a Glasgow accent, mm. be, being born in Scotland, but you play for Ireland. Actually, I was reflecting on the highs of 2022, yeah. um, and of course, the lionesses winning was incredible. But being back home, watching Scotland play for Ireland when you when you were it was just it was everything it was yeah. such a, it was such a perfect night and then hard, hard lines for Scotland and upset for the Scotland people who we, we work with here of course as well um, but this is Ireland's first big leap mm. and also the investment and the change that's happened with Ireland I think is actually cemented the future for Ireland women as well it's, it's massive isn't it like it's a s- small step for a team like Ireland but for other teams that have already been doing it, it's it's kind of them being like, all right, we're here, we're ready now, we're building, we're, we're I don't want to say catching up, but we're, we're making moves essentially, yeah. which it's nice. Like I saw a tweet the other day of someone was like, oh yeah, just remembering that like Ireland are going to be at the World Cup. And it's like, oh, I remember that too. Like, that's nice. Like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it, like it makes you smile and you're like, yeah, like this is good. It's good for, it's good for women's football. Like, oh, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. For me, the massive thing is like, Obviously, we roll back X amount of years and now we have the support of the FBI. Yeah. And then there's companies like big companies coming in like Sky Island. And yeah. without them, it probably, like they've really helped in terms yeah. of like growing the game in Ireland. Yeah. Um, like the turnouts you're getting for games. Just the like people now know who's who. Like they know who Kate McCabe is. They, don't, they know who Denise O'Sullivan is. And they're really pushing it. I think you'll know yourself from... Yeah, it's, it's um, amazing to see now when we do go to Tallinn. Like, and it, it was a real different vibe. There was the a real Finland, different vibe. Finland yeah. game mm. outside beforehand. Yeah. You were like, this, this is there's, there's so much event. like, yeah, yeah, there's like a band playing. There's loads of stuff mm. going on outside the stadium. You've got so many excited fans, like busloads of fans yeah. coming in. Like we were at the, the launch when Cadbury's um, signed up as one of the sponsors right. as well. Like seeing that level of, of promotion yeah. and the Sky Ireland content that they yes. make is incredible it gives you goosebumps doesn't yeah. it yeah. Um, but I think you're right it is catching up and yeah. it's about time mm. because yeah. they should be investing getting the team on the late late toy show oh that yeah. was the biggest yeah, yeah. that was the biggest thing I remember watching you that you know you made like, it when you get on there that yeah. kid was talking about the, the team and I was like mm-hmm. they don't bring out the women's football team yeah. I am going to riot that is when you know you've made it in Ireland riot ready the late late toy is show it? is that the oh way? yeah 100% is it really? yes yeah. I'm going to confess that I hate watching shows like this, so I need a kid on. I love it. It's nice. I like watching like the highlights, maybe, but I can't sit down and watch the full thing. It goes on forever, something like that. You're like, when's a good bit coming? It's come yeah, on, come on. What but you... it's so emotional. No, it's emotional. It was it's so emotional. Cause. I know. I know. <laughs> no, it's long. It's just long. It's like I can watch straight. You need to do. Okay, this has gone off. Sorry, a little bit. We but are you do need known. to do toy show bingo, and it makes it much more fun. I'll okay. talk to you after okay. about okay. it. Interesting. Um, But yeah, the exciting thing is we were talking about this off-air as well. Of course, England favourites going into the World Cup um, and Ireland going as well. We're all planning a route. We've got all got so much involvement. It's so exciting. Um, God love you, Scotland. God love you. But also opening the tournament against Australia is just going to be insane. You couldn't even write Mm -hmm. that, I don't think. Hasn't that game sold out as well? And it sold out pretty quickly. I think they're looking at moving the stadium. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, that's really it, objection. It, it's currently um, <laughs> Sydney Football Stadium, which is like forty thousand, and then Stadium Australia is like sixty-two, I think. Still in Sydney. That's where no, the final okay, is. And, and apparently, as well, heard through the grapevine that there's a limited allowance to the Ireland supporters of something like sixteen hundred tickets to that opening game. Really? Do they know how many hours live in Australia? I, I just got a message the other day, and yeah. I, 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 I like, skipped by it. <laughs> skipped by it, not really. But basically, say them all out. Talk about it. So I'm not like talking about it. Well, I've heard that. Yeah, 1600 is ridiculous. You get that with just your family, for God's sake. Like, that's never cool. mind all of the yeah. extra. The, the Irish and the Sullivan's, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, fingers crossed that changes. We will keep you posted Better when change. we know more about it. Um, let's talk about transfers um, because it's an interesting time. Whatever you think of transfers or not, we all have different opinions. But what we can say is we've had some juicy ones <laughs> this window uh, in the women's game so far. Um, Nancy, shall we start with Beth England? Oh, this is my this is my favourite topic. I'm ready yeah. to go. Seven years at Chelsea, won the league three times. Three times, Sophie. I'm looking at you because you know everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, making our way to Tottenham Hotspur and a record-breaking transfer fee as well, reportedly. Yeah. On it. Honestly, like I'm so happy for her. I li- Beth knows this. Like I was messaging her the other day. Like I'm literally her number one fan. I was like, I'm your number one fan. Like you know this shit. Like love it. Just to confirm, right? Yeah. So everyone knows this now. But for her, for me, she is a really, really good player. She's quality. When she comes on the pitch, she gives everything. 
and she wants to be on the pitch, she wants to be playing. At Chelsea, she wasn't getting that as much as I feel like she deserved. And when she did come on, you can see she, she really wanted it. So for her to be going to Tottenham, for me, she she's going to be starting. She's going to be pushed. Obviously, she needs to go into training and prove herself. She's not just going to be like, OK, she's starting straight away. But given that's all in intact and she's doing well, which I'd like to think she is, she's going to get minutes. She's going to be starting. She's now pushing for that World Cup selection. That's obviously one of the main reasons for the move as well as playing. I'm excited. Like Honestly, it's a bit weird seeing her in the Spurs <laughs> shirt. and that. Like When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is mad. And then I've seen like Chelsea clips of their social stuff and like I don't see Beth. And I'm like, weird. But excited. Like I mm -hmm. think she deserves it. I'm ready for it. I think she's going to have a good spell. We were saying there's... I don't think there's pressure from Tottenham. I think there's pressure potentially on her and because of the fee that we never really hear about. There's pressure from... There's going to be potential pressure from maybe not Spurs fans as much, but other fans who are like, they've paid this much, she needs to be producing and doing well. But I'm excited, I think she's going to do well. Like, mm. I'm so excited and so happy for her. It's exactly what Tottenham needed as yeah. well. It seemed to be like a fit, and a lot of the transfers that's happened this, this last couple of weeks, they just seem to be a perfect fit because yeah. Tottenham have desperately needed a striker. They've not scored a goal in the league since they beat Brighton 8-0 mm. in October. Yeah. Um, it's know. a real, like... Mm. The, and that, that game against, I think, West Ham just before Christmas, they were all over them in the first half. Just could not put it There's in the just no f And then product. West Ham go up the other end and, yeah. and score two goals. So Beth England, you know, when she's playing regularly, she is a double tally. Uh, she gets into the tens, you know, she could get a really high mm. amount of goals. Um, especially with, if you think about the amount of, like, short cr the cr goal creations that Ashley Neville, or mm -hmm. the crosses that she puts in, um, dying out for, crying out for... Um, Beth England to get on the end of it mm. and just finishing it. So I, I think it's a real like match made in heaven for, mm. for both both sides. She's instinctual and I think that's what they've lacked. I mean they do they have, you know, strikers, but a lot of them are injured. You've got Kaya Simon, Kit Graham, Ellie Brazil out, um Rhea Percival obviously in the midfield as well. So it's not like they haven't been trying, Tottenham. <laughs> they've just, you know, been really unlucky with injuries. But yeah, what has been lacking is that instinctual striker in the box. And that was the most frustrating thing watching Spurs so far this season was the amount of shots they were creating and just not converting. So yeah, hopefully that will change. Well, hopefully not this weekend. <laughs> not this weekend, <laughs> not this weekend <laughs> I love we're like, goals, yeah. goals, goals. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, yeah. maybe not this weekend. Maybe a week <laughs> delay, then they yeah. can do yeah. well. What, what is lovely as well is, is how it feels like Beth England's been part of the Women's Super League for, from its creation, its yeah. inception, um, and has been around for so many years. And we saw, I think we all watched the One Team, One Dream doc, mm. didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And her honesty and her vulnerability when Sam Kerr come in, you know, and how you start to then have to play off each other and compete for that spot. Um, and she's still been outstanding, but now to get a move to let you see she's likely going to be starting. Yeah. Spurs need her. They absolutely need her. They're going to need her this weekend. And uh, just another opportunity for a player who's as senior as her yeah. and as experienced as mm -hmm. her. She got so much love as well, which was so, mm -hmm. so nice to see. Like, obviously, I we don't really have... We have rivalry in women's football, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't, but there's less of it when a player goes from Chelsea to Spurs. It, there yeah. is less of it. That's a fact. Um, but the love that she got from the Chelsea fans when she was leaving and how thankful they were for her service, as well as the excitement from, let's say, neutrals or supporters of other teams. And the Spurs fans were very, very happy about it. So that's something that I really relished and really enjoyed like seeing as well. And she deserved that. So that's I'd like to think that puts her on a bit more of a pedestal and going into it feeling even more excited because of the love that she got. Yeah, yeah. I got obviously on the back, I mean, she was like the PFA Player of the Year, she was mm. like top goal scorer, and then he signed Sam Kerr, and it's yeah. like, jeez, anything yeah. I do is not good enough here. Yeah. But she remained like a professional throughout, and yeah. just like, done her job, done much. she came on, she scored goals, she worked hard, she doesn't yeah. throw toys out the pram, and I think she's obviously a very good professional and role model, so good luck to her. Yeah. And the fittest, look at it, she picked her top up one day, wiped her face. story. <laughs> I was at London Bees, right? We played, were playing Chelsea in the cup, and it was like a corner to them, and I was like tracking back, and she was beside me, and she like lifted her top up and wiped her, and she was chiselled, and I went. Get me off! Yeah, 
get me off in the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen pictures of her before mm-hmm. in training, and you see her when you're watching her go by the pitch, and she's in some shape. Yeah. Incredible, an athlete, a complete specimen. Um, so they have Spurs have Villa this weekend, which is interesting. Villa also have done some outstanding business this window. Um, firstly, Rush, how are uh, Villa prepare, preparing for this game against Spurs? Can't tell you that. <laughs> it's you. Is that no, yes, of course. Um, but yeah, obviously, <laughs> going to win though. Obviously, it's uh, first game back after the break. Both teams want to win. It's going to be tough. Like mm. we we know that. We know how good Spurs have been. Obviously, it's maybe the the final third that's been breaking down a bit. But things could change now. Obviously, Beth's in, so um, everyone's going to be switched on. It's going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a juicy game. I think we can even call it right now. So. No, it's yeah. definitely a juicy game to look forward to. Um, talk to me about Aston Villa then. So they've signed Jordan Nobbs from <laughs> Arsenal. Brand new, breaking news. <laughs> She's uh, no date. <laughs> uh, Jordan Nobbs and Lucy Staniforth has come from Manchester United um, to Aston Villa as well. So two. Big yeah, I mean, Carlo Ward is definitely on it. This last couple of transfer windows, you know, you think about what came in in the summer, you know, Dali, Daly, <laughs> Turner, you know, bringing in some really good recruits and then also backing it up in, in this winter period. You know, Jordan Nobbs, I mean, what can you say about her? She's an absolute um, le- Arsenal legend, I think. You know, 12 years at the Gunners, uh, what won something like four FA Cups, three WSLs. Yep. She's a serial winner and... Um, I think we all knew it was coming probably from last year that she had to leave because of the injuries. You know, she is the most unlucky player, I think, when it comes to major tournaments and injuries because, well, she went to the 2015 World Cup but was injured, so spent most of the time on the bench. She um, went to the Euros in 2017, I think, but then missed out on the 2019 uh, World Cup. Mm. Um, Missed out on the Euros this year. So she's like one of those absolutely magical players that you just love to watch play football, but just has not had the luck. Mm. Right round the grass, rub mm. of the green, mm. I guess, when it comes to injuries. So for her to get minutes regularly and really push for a place in that World Cup is absolutely key. Well, she's just turned 30, I think, so it is her last chance, you would mm. think, at a World Cup yeah. spot for England. Um, she might have another Euros in her, but I think definitely World Cup-wise, um, it's her last, last chance, so she's really got to go for it. Mm. She, and I think it's a bit like the Beth England move. Beth England felt like she was Chelsea through and through, Jordan's mm-hmm. Arsenal through and through, and they kind of had to put their club loyalty aside and, and think about the football um, mm-hmm. and the minutes. Um, and I think that's why we saw such an outpouring of love for both of them, because yeah. everyone kind of felt like it was coming. Um, Arsenal Twitter had a breakdown, to yeah. say the yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But yeah. it's like it's no more than they deserve, in. because they're too good to be mm-hmm. sitting yeah. on the bench in any club. And they're both players that can... You know, be absolutely major yeah. for a team. Mm-hmm. So 100%. I'm so excited yeah. to see them. In I think they both know they've got to go out and play to get an aid. Like nobody's guaranteed yeah. a place in yeah. Serena's World Cup squad now. So yeah. everyone, and just because people have left to get minutes, doesn't mean they'll win the squad. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a real, a real push and showing like where they want to be. And I'm, I'm sorry, but loyalty to clubs like Arsenal, like sometimes it's not always returned. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. I think she's got to do what's right for her. Yeah. They say it was Beth, and they've absolutely. got to go. Like that's it. Like focus yeah. on themselves now. And it's, it's actually mm-hmm. we saw what happened with Joe Scott last year when she came yeah. for six months or whatever. Yeah. And you know that actually cemented her place yeah. in the Euros. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know she had a niggle at some point, but like it put her right in the forefront of yeah. Serena's mind yeah. that she needed her at the yeah. world at uh, the Euros. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good move, and to some extent, the same with Lucy Stanforth. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she has been sitting on the bench pretty much at United, mm-hmm. um, and so this is her chance to go to Serena. Well, I'm I'm still here because she's on yeah. the cusp. She gets called mm-hmm. up here and there. Um, the last few she yeah. hasn't, but she she's a player that's obviously on Serena's mind, and she's aware of her. So moves like this sort of is a statement to say, okay, you're aware of me, but this is what I've got. Yeah, again right. for Jordan yeah. and Beth. Mm-hmm. And if you look at England's midfield, it's actually a place of weakness. I mean, if you're thinking about, you know, you've got Kira Walsh. You're relying on Kira um, Walsh. But, you know, that you need you do need bodies in there to go to the World Cup to actually provide a proper, mm-hmm. you know, solid place in that midfield area. And it's also with the likes of, say, Jill Scott and Ellen White retiring, you're bringing in somebody who's experienced as well. You know, it's actually when you look at Serena's last team, Serena Vigman's last team for that last game, who was it against Japan? Uh, yeah, Japan? Uh, Norway. 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 It was a fairly young side, and obviously mm-hmm. she has that opportunity to experience and, and, and you know, see how she's getting on with the young talent coming through. But it's always good to have some 
you know, and oh, Jordan sure. is an experienced player. And if you, I've watched that final at the Euros many a time over <laughs> the last so two weeks. That back? Yeah, yeah. I, so every good. time I'm just in floods of tears. But anyway, but <laughs> you wait to see what happens. So you wait to see if they win. And did yeah. they win? <laughs> they, they win every no time. No spoilers, please. Um, but <laughs> that, that, that cameo. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, cameo from Jill Scott, you know, she came on in extra time. And I think that was one of the most vital cameos in a European final that I've ever seen because wow. she just shored it up in the midfield. She went in for tackles, swore at a few people. <laughs> you know, she put her, and become an icon in the in the in the middle. Yeah. But like that was her experience, and that that's where experience does tell is that she came in yeah. on and she knew that she had to do a job, mm -hmm. um, which you might not get so much with a younger player yeah. who's not been there before. Joe, yeah. I think in all, Joe knew like that was that she. They were winning that game, and she was on to win the game and do the job. I just love Jill. God bless Jill too. <laughs> I, do, I do think it's yeah. a quite Good a unique experience at the moment as well with major tournaments back to back. That a manager like Serena Vigman, who's only been in since September last year, doesn't have the same amount of time you would normally have between major tournaments to like try out new players and see how people fit in. So it, it almost forces players' hands where they know they really don't have a lot of time to prove themselves and that's where we're seeing such big moves. I just mm. hope it pays off. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Seymour, good morning to you in the comments saying Carla Ward means business. Yes. Uh, please give us a like if you haven't already and leave your comments, any questions, any thoughts that you've got that we need to talk about. Uh, yeah, looking forward to the return of the WSL as well. We're going to get to that in full detail in just a second. Um, Let's speak about Alessia Russo um, on the subject of the Lionesses. She's now a household name. Um, big investment going into her. Why is my Because you had me on TalkSport and that was the first time I'd heard this rumour. It was like live on air. Was that the che Alessia Russo to Chelsea yes. rumour? No, Arsenal rumour that you were telling me. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was, was that before Christmas, ago? but it was in December. Oh, yeah. yes, and that was like the first I'd heard of it was live on air. <laughs> so why is she still not signed at Manchester United? You know, do we see her, you know, heading to Arsenal or to Chelsea this window? I don't think this window. I would like I her think. to stay at United. I think I'd like her to stay at United, but I, when I look at stuff as well, I, obviously on the pitch is the most important. The the relationships she has with players and how they work together is so important and vital to United. But also, this is like a, maybe a bit naive and just like, I love that she's at United and it's like the Lessie and like Tooney and Lessie, like stuff like that, the the marketing it does for the club, what it brings into the club. I think it'd be a, like in every aspect, a massive loss for United. Yeah. They're like, like Hatton and Dick, they go together, yeah. you know, and, and I do feel that it would be strange not having Alessia Russo. Yeah, I, I like her at United. I'm happy with, I mean, not that I have any influence or it's gonna change anything, <laughs> yeah. but I personally, I, I'm happy with her there and I, I think she does a lot there and she, she adds a lot as well. So I don't see why she'd move this window. She might think about it in the summer yeah. if she wants mm -hmm. a different challenge or whatever. Um, I don't see why she'd go to Chelsea necessarily. You know, Sam Kerr, that's the same kind of issue that, you know, Beth England had. Not that Beth England's the same player as Leslie Russo, definitely not. But, you know, you're still going to a place where there's massive competition for that spot. If you want to go and lead the line somewhere, you know, regularly and being in the thoughts of, of Serena Wiegmann as that number nine for England. Um, I'd, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere right now. It's interesting. It's tempting, though. I think the big argument is, is when will United start running stuff? Yes, yeah. that's, that's what so I was going to say. Which she's she's going, good right, enough. Well, what they need to do, obviously, Elton and Alessia Russo, their link-up and their relationship on and off the pitch yeah. is brilliant and it's probably so good on the pitch because it's yeah. so good off the pitch. Um, She's but when will, United, when will United start winning yeah, stuff? Yeah. But I think they're close, and if they you take Russo out of that team, I think they're back to square one. Yeah. They need to keep that team together right now for that, me. That, so you important. play to win, that don't you, essentially? That yeah. is business. You know, at the end of it all, if she's good enough to get that move, yeah. Arsenal or Chelsea, or whoever else I heard she'd been linked to, Leon. Paris Saint-Germain and Leon. I didn't hear the Arsenal one, to be honest with you. That's news to me. I so think that was Shaban. Are you starting a rumour? Either way, she's good enough to make that move, um, but you're right, where would that leave Manchester United? But a point you make there, Sophie, is the, the competition for places. Is that not what a manager wants for the players instead of a guaranteed starter? If you've got two, I think let's say isn't as world class as Sam Kerr, but will that bring out the best of... Maybe. I mean, I'm just thinking of it from Russo's point of view. And if I was picking a club, I'd probably pick 
somewhere where that that number nine area is a little less Arsenal? set in stone. Arsenal. <laughs> Stina Blackstenius isn't performing at the moment. You know, there's every chance to sort of come in there and, and, and make a mark or abroad, you know. Mm. Um, but I, I think, as you say, like, they do want to win trophies. Yeah. But for me, you wait till the end of the season, see what you've won, see whether you've qualified for the Champions League, see if you've got any closer than you, you were last season, and then you make that decision. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about making the decision right yeah. at this moment. In but time. if she's out of contract, what a loss it would be for Man United not to get a fee for her. That's, yeah. <laughs> that would be That's, the other thing. Because yeah. I heard, I heard mm-hmm. when, when she'd won the Euros that had they have got her in that, that next window, she would have been the first women's million pound transfer. Now, I don't know if I'm dreaming this stuff, but did anybody else hear that? I yeah, I did, but I, just, yeah. I don't think that's... I don't know. Like, I saw that and I was like, it's... Where's... That just feels yeah. like a number plucked out of thin air, yeah. to be honest. Sounds like a good number. It's a great number. Ben England was 250k. Yeah. Alessia Russo yeah. contributed to the winning of the, of the Euros. True, you know, but I think... High, it know. was just a really random... It was just so random when it came out, though. There was no, like... And it was also it was a massive just like leap from the current top mm-hmm. transfer. It's not like she even... was on Good Morning Britain, wasn't she? The morning after she won, and Richard Madeley said it to her, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> her face was mm. like, okay, am I? Um, okay, we digress. It's probably where the rumor came from. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Good Morning Britain. Um, Valid source. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the WSL because it's back this weekend. You've got some brilliant games to look forward to. As we said, Villa and Spurs three. Bri- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New signings on show between both teams there. Uh, Arsenal against Chelsea. It's taking place at the Eminence this weekend on Sunday. 12 o'clock kickoff kickoff I correct myself and um, 40,000 tickets sold so far so if you are going brilliant stuff you guys are going we're not we're missing you're, it. Not, <laughs> you're going to Villa you're at Villa I'm at I mean I'm going stars. I just haven't sorted a ticket yet but so I will be there oh no I'm going Villa I'm going Saturday. to free games this weekend doing free games all the traveling all the supporting yeah. Love yeah. It. just love women's football I cannot wait for this at the Emirates this weekend. Is this the is this the season title defining yes. game? It might be. If someone wins it, yeah. Um, it, if, someone... <laughs> <laughs> if it's a draw, then it's all to play by. Um, I think I'm really excited to see where Arsenal are at, at as well because I think we saw Chelsea that game against PSG. They were at their their best. I mm. think you know they actually fully put fully put down a marker. Um, Arsenal, I think, with all of the injuries that they've had. I think they were <clears throat> a little bit stressed, um, stretched by the end of the the, the winter, uh, by December, um, but they brought in some really young talent. I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, so like uh, Victoria Pulova, 23, um, Kath- Katarina Kuhl as well, 19 year old. She's like one of the hottest mm-hmm. young things Coming in Europe. Denmark, yeah. Have you seen um, she? She's, she's brilliant. She's still um, the Euros, right? And mm-hmm. I think both of those two players are quite versatile as well. So they can literally play anywhere across the mm-hmm. midfield slash front three. Um, maybe not the number nine role, but definitely down the, the flanks. So it provides depth. Um, and then you've got Gio back from Everton. And I'm really interested to see her too. She's 19 as well. Um, she won the Copa America with Brazil last mm-hmm. summer. She's been at Everton. She's not had a lot of game time. She had a knee injury for a long mm-hmm. period of it. So you didn't really get to see what she was about. But she, you can see in the last few games, she'd scored a couple of goals for them, I think. Um, so she was starting to show what she could do. And I think the signings this winter for Arsenal just show what they're thinking for the future. Um, I think Jonas likes this window because it gives him six months to bed in players. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they can do what they can do. There's no pressure on those new players necessarily. And then you get to the summer and you've already got basically three new signings mm-hmm. signed that have bedded into the squad and they're ready to go in September. I don't think they're necessarily the answer to the Mead Miedema hole, yeah. but they are getting Kim Middle back, Lena Hertig back probably. Um, I'm intrigued to see it. I think they actually did better against Zurich than I thought they would. Like la- this time last season, they fell apart mm-hmm. like a wet cake. Um, and then they came back and played bottom <laughs> of the table mm. and lost to Birmingham. And mm-hmm. so I do think this is a big match for them in terms of where the title goes. Who's winning? Well, who's winning? <laughs> I, I think Chelsea might yeah. edge it, um, mm. just purely because I think they're better at, at targeting weaknesses. Um, but it, I think Arsenal could also surprise us, so it's it's a yeah. tough one to call. But I think based on you know pre Christmas performances, Chelsea should mm-hmm. have a better place than Arsenal right yeah. now. Yeah. Arsenal Could needs be, to stop. Yeah. Yeah. right in there. They need to stop her deliveries. Yeah, um, it's, but it's just Chelsea up front in general. Is yes. a joke. It's that, like that, Sam front, cares that front three, three hard chances. play together all yeah. the time. Uh, Arsenal are like we yeah. need to figure out a, yeah. a new yeah. front three. So. Uh, isn't it? I think it might be Lauren James's first time back. Uh, welcome back. We're going to continue there where we left off. A few comments referencing um, to Viv, Viviana Miedema and Beth Mead uh, being missing, of course, from our for injury and how they are starting to strengthen and make those changes looking ahead to the, the next window as well some other games we've got coming up for you this weekend Everton against Reading Manchester United against Liverpool Liverpool already brought in Gemma Bonner haven't they mm-hmm. and they back. signed another young player as well lovely mm-hmm. um, so some new players we might see this weekend Leicester against Brighton and West Ham against Manchester City if you haven't already please subscribe please like and leave a comment get anything in that you want to ask about the WSA or any questions you might have to rush about Villa or the likes, please let us know. Um, other fixtures there, guys, who are, we, who are we looking forward to seeing and for what reasons? Well, I'm going to say Leicester Brighton because that's the game I'm covering. But um, <laughs> also because Brighton have brought in quite a few new signings, so I'm quite excited to see how they get on. They had a friendly against Southampton, right? Yeah, they lost to Southampton. They lost to Southampton. So, last weekend. Yeah, so this um, could be a, a good one. And I know Leicester obviously desperately need points. So. I don't know why I keep saying this to you, but I have this sort of deja vu of 2020 Bristol. They were seven points at the bottom of the table. They faced Brighton on that first game back after the break. They won it and then went on that run that took them right to the final day. And I just like... Maybe I'm just trying to think if it, it happens. It. You've seen it here first. Into existence. <laughs> pull it all. Trying to think it into existence that we have a, a relegation battle on our hands. You do like it that way. Yeah. You don't want it done by January, I don't think. Yeah, and then also Leicester uh, having Brighton this weekend as well. They have some work to do, don't they? Um, I've been hearing a rumor again. God knows where they come from. She makes them up. Nancy might made up this one. But apparently, Leicester want to buy Ruby Mace back from Manchester City. I said loan. She might be going on loan. What? I didn't say buy, I said loan. Did you say it? Was it you? Yeah, but not buy, I said loan. She might be going out on loan. Oh, I didn't, I was joking. Oh, I knew about Osha. Might have read it on Nancy's page. So is that true? What's the story there? I've just been seeing bits that, again, we don't know how true this is, but uh, Leicester might be looking to loan Ruby Mace from City. I think it's more to do just with her getting those crucial minutes that she needs for her growth and development. She's been out, she got injured in the under-19 Euros in June, so she's been out recovering for quite a while. I think she just came back just before Christmas. Um, So, yeah, it'd be really good for her for minutes. I know Leicester are in a a bit of a sticky situation right now, but they need bodies and she needs minutes. And I think it would be great for her as you're looking, as she tries to push towards senior level football as well. She kept Birmingham up. Remember on your last game She's of the, the season, answer. Where the two years ago, I remember two seasons ago, mm-hmm. and I remember she scored some very crucial goals to get the points that kept Birmingham. She done well there. She were in the scene with her at that time. Yeah, well, there's, there's Ruby Mace and um, Emily Murphy. Emily Murphy she scored, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, the two of them scored in one. Yeah, like it was at yeah, West Ham Yeah, I remember. Um, but was that a draw that game? Or don't think we won it. I'm sure it was a draw. It was a it was a um, Birmingham home game. I can't no, it was away. Carl was running down the well. touchline. The West Ham one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went charging down the touchline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like last minute. Was it last minute? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it was last minute. So we drew the game. Um, but the the points were massive at the time. Yeah. Like yeah. every point counted. Like it was. Uh, so, but yeah, Ruby was. A, uh, she's a great player. Great future ahead. Of her. she's so technical and so composed, relaxed. Um, so yeah, she's got a big, big future. Typical Arsenal kind of player. <laughs> And can play was, anywhere as well. And she could play in midfield, yeah. yeah. I think then that's the thing it's saying at this level, and then you're, you you need to be fit, be be ready for the demands of playing in the middle of the pitch against 
like, like superstars that are in the league right now. So, but yeah, technically she's got it all. So I think big future ahead of her. West Ham against Manchester City as well um, will be an interesting game because we're seeing big strides for West Ham under Konchesky. They've lost four players though. So like, yeah. I know they're young players like, like from Claudia And so-and-so's departing. I'd like to so-and-so for the so-and-so time. So-and-so yeah. 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 like random signing, I was like, okay. Yeah. Mm. All right, right then. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. I think they had such a brilliant start to the season. They come out of the blocks so fast That's at you. They, at the they are, but they look shaky yeah. in, in December, yeah. end of November, yeah. and teams were starting to figure them out. I think um, they realised that if you mark Dagny, <laughs> it kind of helps in the air. Um, that's a, a pretty mm-hmm. key thing, and also like if you manage to keep them to like 15, 20 minutes goalless. They start to get in their own heads maybe a little bit, and it's the second half for them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. generally. Mm-hmm. So um, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But it's probably for them the best time to play City because it's after a break. You know, City yeah. were on this massive run of form. Um, what something like eight, nine unbeaten, I yeah. think. Yeah, quietly league. going about the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. creeping up on the top, f- and so who knows what a two-week, two and a half-week gap does mm-hmm. to a team that breaks their rhythm maybe a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Manchester United against Liverpool as well. That should be an interesting game. United again on that nice run. Of course, they were beaten by Chelsea, but other than that, they haven't really wavered. Um, Liverpool strengthening this window. How do you see them fading this season in the WSL? I think Liverpool will sort of keep it simple. I think they'll sort of play behind the ball. They'll, they'll bank up and they'll play for set pieces and they'll play for throw-ins with Megan Campbell's throw. Like we had them in a friendly there um, during the weekend. You know what's coming. Go. Men can have a frozen ball and they score from it. And it's like, why does everyone panic? Because it's, it's the equivalent uh-huh. of a free kick, right? Yeah. So you just uh-huh. set up like that. But for yeah. some reason, every time there's a Megan Campbell throw, everyone just like. It's like such a weapon. Panics. It's like, like it like comes in a different flight okay. than a free kick, maybe. And, uh, but, and obviously, they're going to be working on that. They're going to have a few moves that they've got, like blocks, whatever it is. Um, it's such such a threat, so they'll be hoping to stay in the game. Stay in the game as long as they can and hopefully mix something off a throw, I'm sure. It's funny that one of their biggest threats, obviously it's football, but one of their biggest threats is from a throw in yeah. in their hands. I mean, it's yeah. the most incredible thing to see. Oh, yeah, it life. is. Yeah. It's cr- I mean, wow. she, she has massive hand. hands as well. Like that. Mm. She, she, the ball she just like casually stands there just holding it. Yeah. Yeah. She never. says she can, like, I don't know, like her elbows just seem to go. Disjointed? She'd, no, double, double, double jointed. Double jointed or something. So her <laughs> just, like, her shoulders <laughs> can just. If you um, see when she throws yeah. the ball, like, way way like, I'm like this, but her arms are like. Yeah, way, way, way back. Rocket. What are they Yeah, no, they. And she does, she bends, but it's like Matrix stuff. She goes way back and launches it. Um, but you said this before, sometimes she's got a more effective throw-in than anybody would have a free kick, because you can place it right yes. into that mm-hmm. area that it wants to go. And we've seen so many goals. Emma Hayes said we were prepared for the Megan yeah. Campbell throw-in, and then we weren't prepared. I was going to say, it didn't <laughs> look like it, because yeah. everyone just literally seems to lose yeah. their heads. It's, but it's not for just that first throw, it's really reacting off the second ball as well. Yeah. People mm-hmm. seem to get confused by as well, because it's... It's one thing dealing with the flight of the ball in the air, but actually being alert to the, the bounce of it or yeah. where it drops in the box. And more often than not, you know, it can turn into a yeah. ball that way. Mm. I must say, it keeps, thing, it keeps things juicy. That's, that'd be a transfer for you to get a throw in like that to your team. <laughs> Just um, her arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must be insured with millions of arms, please. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to do a little game now, guys. Um, just to brighten up your, your morning. We're going to do a predictions game. I should have referenced these way earlier on, um, sitting on the table. With, these aren't just, you know, things that they've brought with them. These are the rubbers to rub out. Um, and I'm going to give you some fire questions. Write down your answers and I need to explain why. Okay? Um, if you want to stick a question in the comment, feel free to go for it as well and we can read that out yeah. to the women. Um, okay, please write down your player of the season so far. The lefties and righties on this side. Cute. Best player of the season so far. Let them have a little minute. Like I say, you can leave a a little comment or a question you would like to ask. I'll take your first answers. Okay, are you ready to reveal your answers, please? Yeah. All at the same time. All reveal. One, two, three. Oh, God, you guys are such a thing. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, all very good answers. Guru Wrighton, of course, for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's been outstanding, to be fair. Rachel Daly, don't think any of us can really argue with that. No. 
And Lauren James. Yeah. I like it. Nancy, let's explain why. Why, Lauren? We need to explain to Yeah, like, <laughs> don't yeah. about too quickly. Like, it's just like a, I don't know, she, it's, she dances around the ball. She's got celebrations to match her goal. She's scoring against our old team. She's having fun. She's enjoying it. She's getting the minutes. She's shining on the pitch. She's so young. Like, yeah, Lauren James, I, I just don't think I need to say much more. Mm. Rachel Daly. Yeah. I think, obviously, she's come in from, like, winning the Euros, playing at the back, and then she comes in and signs as a striker to score goals. Obviously, she, Dash played up front. She's got a great goal-scoring record, but she's come into the league, and she's done exactly that. She's scoring goals. And I think it was safe to say nobody probably expected her to have yeah. this amount of goals. Yeah, albeit a few penalties in there, but still, she's put them in the back of the net. Yeah. So I think then... It's, it's great from her what she's done. Fair enough. Euros. Also the meme queen. Because um, she is a meme queen. Uh, <laughs> she's also beautiful. Yeah, and she's just um, so happy all the time. But then she produces a cross like she does, which is absolutely lethal. Yeah. Um, the amount of assists that she has. I think she had four in one game the other week and a goal. I just think she's such a lethal re- weapon. And the way that she crosses the ball is different to the way other people cross the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gets some weird whip on it, one mm-hmm. whip on it that, you know, just sends it in a different direction. Well, she's still in my bad books from that 8-0 game against England, so. <laughs> 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 um, and also factoring in, like, how she's playing in the Champions League as well. She's just mm. been consistent mm. um, all season. So, yeah, you've said it all. Great. Um, okay, next question. Manager of the season so far. Please write them down and please keep your answers on the boards until I tell you to rub Sorry. them out. Okay, Sorry. pupils? Oh. Okay. Um, okay. It's like there's a rattlesnake. Like <laughs> KG in the comments saying Rachel Daly is quality. Or it's Rachel's actually quality, it might be you. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, get ready to reveal your answers. Three, right. two, one. That was slow, I rubbed something out. Oh, look at yous. Look at me. You're the answer. Fuck's Sorry, excuse the language. Excuse the language. <laughs> United have made big strides this season and we're seeing more from them than we've seen in previous seasons in terms of how they're playing against um, the top sides. I know they obviously lost to Chelsea but I think the manner in which they lost to Chelsea, sounds weird to say this, but was an awful lot better than the last time. You know, they lost 6-1 last time. I thought they were in the game for good portions and then of course they beat Arsenal having gone down to 2-1 um, to come back and win it in the last minute. So um, I think credit for the progress they've made this season, and I think they're pushing for Champions League spot. Carl Award. I would just think they've made big strides this season. Um, I think what they've been doing in the transfer window is absolutely exceptional compared to some other clubs. Um, and I think there's a real identity with the way that Vela play. Yes, it can be a bit chaotic at times, but they want to play football. Um, got the players in there that want to play football as well. Um, and I can see that fifth spot. You know, they're right in line for it. So. Okay, fifth. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Risha Emma Hayes. Yes, um, I was also, I couldn't say Carla Ward because I get absolutely caned for that, so I can't do that. <laughs> Mark Skinner was up there. Um, I think how you can see how United are playing football right now, and they're obviously doing something right. Um, but when he speaks in his press conferences, I can't listen, so that was why he's not on, <laughs> he's not on it. So Emma Hayes for me, Emma Hayes, because... I think when you just look at Chelsea, they're just such a threat, they're such a powerhouse and just I think what she's brought to the women's game and levels of like standards, our drive, our commitment, um, that'll be interesting to see what happens at the weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to stand by Emma Hayes. Yeah, just to sort of echo, I think with the signing she's brought in, with the, cal- the calibre of team that they are, obviously we know they haven't got the biggest budget. But the players they've brought in, the way the players are working together, I think there's a lot of excitement around Villa, like I genuinely do. Um, it's exciting what she's done in this transfer season. Like, I think she needs to get her flowers for that. I, I do, and I'm excited for the growth and the progression What do you mean, get her flowers? Because somebody sent her flowers all day, and she doesn't know who they're from. Right, they're Is not it you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> 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 you just been... <laughs> 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 <
yeah. she's got her flowers now. Yeah, she's got her flowers. No, like it just means to like give someone their flowers, like give them their praise. Yeah, right. Okay. But no, I didn't send her flowers. How would I get her address? I'm not allowed to say that either. So I wouldn't say it. <laughs> you'll give her her due that's right. not give her the flowers okay. means yeah. she needs to get her flowers right. um, did she actually get flowers yeah. the other day yeah. oh. not from me yeah. not <laughs> imagine <laughs> turn up on Saturday uh, thanks for the flowers <laughs> right I'm going to ask you all now to reveal one by one your January transfer to date so Rachel you're all going to write down at the same time keep your boards close to your chest Today. Rachel you'll be the first to reveal so the what? best the best transfer January transfer to date yeah so let's go for this window just to be I can't remember yesterday, never mind what January was, so this is best January transfer. Okay, Rachel, pressure's on, please really answer. Sorry, it's an obvious one, but I think for both parties, it's massive. I think it could be the key to Beth England going to the World Cup and getting minutes, and it could be the key to turning around Spurs' season. Okay, good one. So I went for Katarina. Cool. I think she's such an exciting young player and I'm so excited to see what she can do in this league but also for Arsenal um, and where she can go to from where she is right now. Okay. I wish I went for Jordan Nobbs because hopefully big things are going to come and I don't know if we were doing like years ago windows and I don't know who signed <laughs> in windows years ago so I'm just going with right now. Nancy? I went for Beth England yeah. just because I'm on the Beth England train. And I did some art because That's I really good. I really enjoy drawing. I did art at GCSE and A-level, so <laughs> I just try and bring it in. But, um, yeah, no, I'm on the Beth, uh, Beth England bandwagon. Like, I, I really want to see her do it well. I think her getting this move is, is incredible. Um, I'm really excited for it, and, yeah, I'm excited to see what she does. After this weekend? After this weekend. <laughs> I'm not speaking. <laughs> After the played Villa, fingers crossed. No, I think everybody's looking forward to that. To be fair, um, okay. Last one. I need you. We're going to give you a little bit of extra time on this one. I need you to predict the WSL top four. No, in fact, let's do top three. WSL top three at the end of the season. WSL top three. Just while they're writing mine down, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you my thoughts on that. I'm kidding. I won't give my thoughts. No one cares. Oh. Um, oh, I think oh, it's tough because this is actually, hard. at the start of the season, I was going, it's got to be Arsenal. I mean, just changed. So much has changed. changed. Uh, Emma Hayes is Emma Hayes. I think Manchester United have to be watched closely. Manchester City know how to close a gap. Oh, so many exciting things. Uh, Rachel, can you please reveal your answers first? Okay. Why? I think Chelsea are always better when they're leading. Um, and the fact that they've now got... The fact that Arsenal lost to Man United and they've got that edge, I think they know how to win when they're under pressure. Um, I'd like to see Arsenal push it right to the end. I'd like to see Arsenal win it just for a bit of a, a change. Mm. But I do think that's how it's going to go. And I think I'm just pulling for Man United to, to break that top three and I think this could be their year to do that. Okay. So I've gone Arsenal. Chelsea and United. Oh, I, I mean, United in third because I think that draw to City does just put them below um, the the top two. Um, I've gone Arsenal because I think people are writing them off a bit too early at the moment because um, of the injuries. Because of the injuries, mm. and I think they've still got a really really good squad there, and I have seen them a lot better than last year uh, than what they were last year. So I'm gonna root for them. Okay, Risha. Oh, wow. Oh my God, do you know who your girlfriend is? You're going to yeah. get dumped for that. Well, I'm going with, obviously, the injuries players have got in. It might not happen straight away. We've seen that with like foreign players coming in. They need time to settle, so I think it's going to be tough for Arsenal. Um, but then you're looking at likes of Leah's obviously back, Sousa's back. You've got Kim Little coming back, but how fit are they going to be kicking on? So I don't know. God, this could be way off, but I'm just going for it. I'm, I'm feeling... I wanted to put United into it, but I'm like, I think Arsenal won't slip that far off it, and I think City don't get enough credit for how good they play football and the sort of style they play and all the players have got they've, they've so many dangerous weapons and but yeah I'm going to go for this right now but it's a big change because I was going Arsenal Chelsea United at the start of the season okay no I like it I like a bit of change mm. I mean yeah City finishing seconds breaking barriers here there and everywhere <coughs> um okay we wait and see Nancy same Oh! I also said this is very hard and I did a I'm <laughs> who I think are going to get fifth. Yeah, um, this was so difficult. Like, 
Chelsea, just because they're so set for me, they're really, really set and they're doing well. Again, the City and Arsenal one was difficult because I don't think City do do get enough props. Um, and flowers. Yeah, flowers. <laughs> and uh, they are consistent. Arsenal, just with the changes that are happening and the players come, the players coming in, the players coming back from injury, etc., it does mm. not make it as easier because there's not full fitness or full adjustment. And But then United, I then was thinking about them. Oh, it's just all really difficult. Yeah. Listen, this is a good thing. This is what we want. Yeah, 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 it yeah, can't yeah, be easy. Um, okay, I'm going to just give you one more because VR Holos put in the comments... Um, who do you think is going to finish top goal scorer of the season? So please write that down now on your boards. Last Hold one. on, what, what are we sitting on right now? So what's Bunny on? She's They're both on eight. eight. They're both on eight and Rachel Daly's on eight as oh. well. Um, Bunny shot, to be fair to her. What's a player. Um, okay, please write down your answers. Who will finish top goal scorer this season? Rachel, please reveal. Bunny Shaw. How many goals? Oh God, uh, 16. 16 goals. Why, Bunny? What's been the change for her in the last couple of months? I actually think it's consistency now. I think with Ellen White not being there, she's really taken that role, made it her own. Um, she's very difficult to, to mark, and it's not just in the air. She's, um, yeah, I just think she's really come into her own. Lovely. Sophie? It looks more like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> It's a funny. That's <laughs> a cat. We have a rabbit. You have a rabbit. Have you have you a rabbit. <laughs> um, okay, Rishi. I have to stand by her because if I don't believe it, it won't happen and it's going to happen. But 15 goals with WSL and in total, she's going to have 18 with the cut games. Oh, wow. Well, she's on a D. A D. Rich D. Oh. <laughs> something else. Daily. There we go. Rachel Daly. Okay, yep. lovely stuff. And oh. I put Bunny. I'd, again. She's she's been really consistent recently. Um, she is she scores some crackers. Like I'd just really like to see it as well. I I think she's a player that maybe didn't get as much attention and as much respect that she deserves. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she's a very very good player. She's a very good goal scorer. And yeah, I'm, I'm here for the bunny show. Well, all I know is that Sam Kerr is sticking pins of all y'all. <laughs> tonight. Um, okay guys, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, please like, please subscribe, please leave comments. We're going to be back in two weeks time. Until then, you can keep up to date with everything on our social media channel. Girls in the Ball, Rachel and Sophie, thank you very much. Thank you. Rusha, good luck this weekend for Aston Villa. Thank you. And Nancy, as always, lovely to see you. Uh, we will see you soon. Bye. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.